0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Sophomore Citizens. I'm Gigi. I'm Liesl. And I'm Lily. All right. So for today's episode, for the check-in, we wanted to start out with a very special segment that I am calling Liesl's Laws. So far, I have four laws that I, if I were to become ruler of the globe, that I would put into place. So Gigi and Lily, you can give your reactions. Can can, can I... Can I give some context Yeah. I feel like it's not fully making sense
1: or like it's making sense but I guess basically within a span of a couple of days Liesl had sort of asserted some of these things as being like this really pisses me off or like this really needs to be happening like the world will be a better place with these Liesl's laws in place. Yeah. Um, And so – Liesl decided at a point that it was, it was time to start like writing them down somewhere and that they would be called Liesl's laws and that she would start to accumulate these things that that need to need to go down.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to go in order from least important to me to most important to me. Okay. So starting off hotel water bottles, when you stay in a hotel room, Okay. And there's water bottles just in the hotel room, in the mini bar, whatever. There needs to be a clear cut policy of if that water bottle is free and complimentary to you, or if you have to pay for that water bottle if you drink that water bottle. And my theory on this is that if hotels put their own label onto the water bottle, that is a signal that this is free water you are allowed to drink that. But if it's a branded water bottle, you have to pay for that. So it's like Fiji. Okay. Or, you know, whatever other brands of water bottle, then, you know, okay, that's part of the mini bar. I have
2: to pay for that. Or it's a free water bottle. Liesl, I think this already exists. Like there's a tag on the water that says like the price. No, no, no. Not always. Not always.
1: She wants this this to be a universal thing of just like, this is a known thing. Like if it has the hotel label on it, it is free.
0: If it doesn't, it
1: costs money.
0: Because that is true. Sometimes they put the tag on there and it says like this, this water is complimentary or it says this water costs $9 and 19 cents you know, but, but it's not always, it's not universal. So this, the, the point of Liesel's laws, it is an efficient system for the entire world to operate on so that everything is clear. Okay. Forever. Period. I understand. Next law is when they give you a check at a restaurant. Okay. And it's in like the little binder that they give you, they should always stand it vertically, place it up onto the table so that when you put your card in there or your cash you put it down to signal to the waiter i have changed what's going on here it's ready for you okay because this is not and, universal again yeah that's the thing is like this is it
1: sometimes happens sometimes, but it's not literally. a uni- it's not a universal thing it's not like for sure will occur that way and i think that that exchange would go a lot better if as Lizel is saying they put it up and then you put inside your card or your money or whatever and then you turn it down to let them know it's things have changed
2: okay i'm no expert on etiquette but isn't that the proper way to do it the opposite Aren't you supposed to put it up when you are ready for them to take it? Like that is how I have always participated in the world.
1: Listen, I'm okay with that. I'm, I can get down with that. But I do think that there should be either it's, you know, one or the other. Well, what
0: I think is that when they give it to you and it's empty, like it just has a receipt in there. It makes more sense for them to put it vertical because it's empty. But then if you're putting multiple cards or you're putting cash in there, it makes more sense for it to lay flat so that stuff isn't falling everywhere. So that's why.
2: As long as there's a one or the other, I can agree with that. Okay, that makes lots of sense.
0: Because what I always tend to do is like, if they put it down on my table flat, right? And they put it in a certain spot on the table, then I'll fill it up and I'll try to put it on a different side of the table to signify like, oh, this has moved. But they don't always catch that, you know? Okay, next Liesl's Law, is every person chooses, they get the choice, the personal choice to choose a pronunciation of their first and last name and middle. And everyone just has to do it. There's no switching, there's no changing. And though you don't get to name yourself typically, you get to choose your own pronunciation. So for example, Gigi and my last name is Staubitz. There are members of our family that tend to say Staubitz. And you know what? That's fine for them. But we have chosen the Staubitz life and everyone else, you, I'm sorry, you don't have a choice. It's Staubitz. You have to say my name, Liesl Staubitz. Very clear. Okay. So another example- I don't even or-
1: remember what the, I don't even remember what like motivated that Liesl's law
0: because like- I'll tell you, Gigi, and it'll, like. no, it'll immediately make sense to you. Um, Ger- German Chancellor Angela Merkel, Okay. Now, do we call her Angela? Or do we call her Angela? Okay, we were talking to a German person who was saying, oh, but in English, her name is Angela. So I call her Angela. But in German, I call her Angela, because that's how you say it in German. I'm like, Angela, queen, choose one, you just get one, you don't get both.
1: Yeah. And this does also bring up the people who you ask them, like, oh, is your name Shauna or Shayna? And right. they're like, oh, either. Either. I <laughs> what? hate that.
2: No,
0: one no, no, of no, them no. is
2: your name and one of them isn't. Okay, Completely. can I bring up something that is related and also important to me? Yeah. Um, If you go by a nickname, let's take Gigi, for example. Gigi, for 21 years of, her, 22, I'm so sorry, years of her life has gone by Gigi. She does not tomorrow get to say, just kidding everyone, now I'm Julia. No, 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 that is not no, allowed. No, I disagree, Lily. I
1: think I can do whatever I want with my own name so long as it is either my given name or a long-standing nickname. What you don't get to do is come up with a new nickname at any point, you don't like, I can think of people like let's say, um, let's say that your name is Aubrey, and your whole life your nickname was Ob. I don't know why it <laughs>
0: would be not Bree.
1: <laughs> no, no. Well, hang on. This is what no. I'm getting at. This is what I'm getting at is that for like, let's just say the first 22 years of your life you were Ob, and then just at a point in time you decided, no, I'm gonna be Bree now, which is a completely different name. Yeah. But
2: I don't think it's fair for you to expect all the people that have known you for 22 years of your life to just be like, okay, I'll change it. Like, fine if you're like, okay, going forward as I become an adult, like I'm going to start using my full name more, but to expect everybody in your life to just call you something.
1: I, I wouldn't expect that shift to happen overnight if I did choose to do that, but I'm allowed, like I could start introducing myself to people as Julia and like, that's completely allowed. Okay. Yeah. Whereas you you cannot start introducing
0: yourself as Brie if you've been Ob this whole time. Right, yeah. I mean, it, you, there is a point here, um, but I I it does also get even trickier when you talk about the trans community, who obviously we love and support. You know, for example, Elliot Page now, um, it's like when you transition, you just choose a new name and everyone has to, you know, follow along. So I kind of feel like, even if you're not transitioning, if you want to truly like choose a new name, you can choose that new name and stick to it and choose a pronunciation, choose everything. Just let everyone know and and do it and stick to it. That's my opinion. That's my law. Okay. Last but not least, the final Liesl's law, the most important to me. This has to do with birthdays. I believe that every person should pay for their own birthday dinner check in total. They will pick the place that they want to have their birthday dinner and they will pay the entire bill no matter what anyone else wants to order. They pay the whole thing. That way, every birthday, dinner, party, brunch, breakfast that you go to that's not your own is free. So that's awesome. And just once a year, you have to pay a large bill, but the whole rest of the year, you're getting free food, free stuff, free everything, okay? This is to simplify the whole process because I do feel that on people's birthdays, it does get a little weird. Oh, are am I going to pay? Are they going to pay? Are we going to all split this? How does this work? Simplify the whole thing. Everyone pays for their own. And also, if you don't want to pay a lot, have your birthday dinner at McDonald's if you do want to have a tastic, you know, birthday dinner, then you choose that. Okay. And you have to pay the price because otherwise you're inviting guests to come. And, you know, I say, okay, everyone are going to Nobu Malibu. And then I'm, I'm what, like, oh yeah. Can you guys just like split the check? Like it's my birthday. So I don't need to pay. No, no, Liesl, no.
1: I, I totally agree. The Like there is such a, you know, it's so complicated figuring out like it's my birthday. Like every, like I, everyone should be paying for me because it's my birthday. But like, it's not fair to make other people, like you're saying, go to a super expensive restaurant or whatever and be like, all right, you have to pay. And also that like people are exercising some level of restraint with what they're ordering if they know that like if it's a super tastic place and like they they don't want to spend a lot of money. The only issue that I see in this Liesl's Law is that like, it works best if you have like a defined group of friends. So then everyone in my mind, like gets to participate in the same circle of birthday occasions. Does that make sense? Like in my mind, that equals it out
0: better. That's true. But I do feel like, um, everyone will go to enough birthdays throughout the year that it will even out at the end of the day.
2: I also think it's like, if I invite you to my birthday dinner, even if it's not a solidified friend group, like you invite me to yours and you pay for me. And I also agree with this because I think there's a severe need for universality on this issue because it is uncomfortable and it doesn't make sense. Also, if you invite me to your birthday dinner and I don't want to go, and I do go because it's your birthday, I am showing up. You pay for me. I did you a favor. You do me one. Exactly. Exactly. Like I'm making you look
0: popular, I'm making you look fun, I'm making you look cool by showing up at this event, by even gracing this room with my my presence. So you you got to pay the piper for that. Like I don't I don't show up anywhere for free.
1: Well, right. and also like it really does it really does work out that like as the birthday person who is ultimately paying, as you're saying weasel, you get to decide where you want to go. And then and then every attendee gets to get anything they want anything like, and
0: everything the, and and also right, that so way it's, like it's, personally i don't think i've ever been to a birthday dinner where you're gonna like go ahead and individually price out everyone's check you know what i mean like typically if you go to a big you know birthday dinner like everyone is gonna just pay the same price you're gonna split the bill evenly and that's not really fair because people are ordering different things. So I, I personally just think it makes a lot more sense. Also with big dinner parties, they automatically put like a bigger gratuity than you would usually leave. Like, I just think that this would simplify everything. And like, if I go to my birthday dinner, my birthday dinner ends up being $400. Like, obviously that's not ideal. But if that's paying for my my future dinners for the whole rest of the year of going out for people's birthdays, I'm, I'm fine with it.
1: Yeah, that is another good way of of uh, understanding the
0: calculations. Yeah, it's it's just a different way of dividing things up. And it also I think for people who are already paying for their own birthday dinners but then also going to other people's birthdays and paying, that's so not cool, you know? Right. So that's that on that. Those are my laws and um, I'll keep everyone updated if I do come up with any more. But honestly, I think if these four things were implemented, coronavirus would be over, um, world peace
2: would happen and everyone would just be in a better mood, I think. Can I ask you what the position you hope to hold one day that will give you the status to implement these laws on the world is?
0: Um, Global chancellor, sovereign princess of genovia
2: great okay wise babies if anyone has any connections to get in genovia (laughs) (laughs) that would be
0: wonderful yeah because everyone knows genovia is like the global epicenter for you know righteousness and global uh world peace
2: i mean they have zero coronavirus cases so clearly they're (laughs) doing something right (laughs)
0: And they don't, they don't wear masks like they are literally clubbing in genovia and they don't have coronavirus. It's so incredible. They're, they're doing something right. I think it's all the pears they eat. Oh. Um. Okay. So let's move on to the main topic for today's episode, which is going to be all about astrology. Um. Recently, I've been seeing just a lot of astrology content online on TikTok, etc. With some interesting things that I've never really heard of. Like for example, that people who have the same star sign look similar, like have similar facial qualities, which I think is really strange. And I've never heard of that. But, but on who's top of that, I'm trying to say that. Who's I've been trying seeing to say that and- all over TikTok because okay, ready? Timothy Chalamet and the girl from Stranger Things, uh, who is like the teenager girl. You guys know her? Oh yeah, Nancy. Yeah, Nancy, thank you. Uh, Barb's BFF. Yes. Um, those two have the exact same like sun, moon and rising or whatever. And they do look kind of similar.
1: They okay. do look kind of similar, but like. No, not.
0: I've been seeing this everywhere. Like like on TikTok, like if you look this up, there's definitely a lot of content for this. Like, oh, Sagittarius is, like have really big eyes and like weird stuff like that. That's just so,
2: not true. Okay, I think that is BS. This- but I will just point out that the people that are in this talking right now, um, you two have the same sign and my brother and I have the same sign and arguments could be made that both of us, both pairs do look alike, but I don't agree with that at all. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Sorry. Um,
1: because we have the same genetic makeup because we have the same parents. We came
0: out the same womb. Okay. No, I like where Lily's brain is at because for this episode, we're going to have to suspend reality a little bit. And, you know, turn the logical part of our brains off and turn the fun part of our brains up to a hundred. So this, you know, seeing all of this stuff about astrology on TikTok specifically made me want to kind of do a little test of the validity of astrology by quizzing you girls, first of all, on the different signs. So I'm going to read a description and you girls are going to have to guess um, which sign the description fits. Now I have provided both of you with a full list of all the signs and also the months that they fall in. So one strategy that you could use is if I give you a description, you could think like, Oh, my friend Arnold is born in July and he's so outgoing and charismatic. He must be a, whatever the July a cancer. Okay. Okay. So that's one strategy um, you could use, or you could use your own prior knowledge about astrology.
1: I don't think I've ever encountered someone with the name Arnold <laughs> in the wild. <laughs> I have not.
2: <laughs> I think
1: of Arnold. I really liked the show. I think of Hey Arnold too, or I think of Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: Oh, but um, we've encountered him in the wild.
1: I guess. But little, I um, he's also just such
0: a firsty lasty that like he's not even Arnold, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, I know. Like you think Maria yeah. Shriver like used to come home and be like, "Hey, Arnold." Um,
1: <laughs> Lizzo, I I love that your brain chose that as your name. You know, like my brain for whatever reason generated Aubrey earlier. <laughs> Aubrey um, and
0: Arnold, they could be a couple. Oh, they Aubrey would be a cute Arnold. couple. Yeah, I think that would work really nicely. Um, okay. I'm ready for this quiz to begin. Okay, great. All right. The first description is a group of people who are curious, elusive, unpredictable, changeable, versatile, childlike, romantic, playful, friendly, talkative, and have a keen intellect. But Okay. Hang on. Oh. Their their negative traits are they are known to have two personalities and can turn out to be confusing and intriguing at the same time.
1: Um, Okay, okay, two things. First, I would like for us to just briefly touch on the fact that the astrology chart starts at Aries, which is March, April.
0: Do we know why that is? That's when that calendar starts, I'm pretty sure. But like, why? Um, Why does our calendar start in January? Why does the Hanukkah, I mean, (laughs) the Hanukkah, (laughs) why does the Jewish year start at a different time? You know, these are ancient calendars. Oh, yes, the ancient. Remember when the world was supposed (laughs) to end in 2012? No, dude, I I saw this thing that it's, the the calculations were wrong and it's 2020. What? They were eight years off. They were eight years off and it's supposed to be December 21st, 2020.
1: Bruh, I wouldn't be surprised at this point.
0: All right. Do you girls have a guess?
1: Who wants to go first? Yeah, I think it's Gemini because you said like to do duality or something.
2: Okay. okay I'm going to say Gemini was my first thought because um, I thought of my dad. Shout out. If he's listening, he's probably not. Um, but I also maybe think it's Pisces because I linked that to someone I know whose birthday is in February or two people I know actually, but I don't know.
0: Um, okay. So Lily, final answer because I'm keeping score here.
2: I can't say those two.
0: No, you have to say one. Why? Do we need to do points with scores? Yes. Yeah, I'm... it's more fun that way. Okay, Gemini. Um. All right. Yeah. Both of you girls get a point. Good work. Yay. You know, okay, I, would so... have
1: had, I would have had no idea that Gemini had those qualities for the good ones. Like, I literally don't know anything about Gemini other than them being suspect and two-faced.
0: Yeah. That is unfortunately their uh, reputation, but it's nice that they're curious
2: and childlike. I yeah, guess. I guess. Oh, I um, thought okay, childlike so in a negative way. Okay. Keep going.
0: That was under the category of positives. For each of these descriptions, I will be giving the positives. Also, I just found these off of a random generic astrology website. So I don't know how accurate they are, but I will give positives and some negatives for each sign. And is there so, no,
1: um? is there no celebrity accompaniment? Like you can't, you didn't like give me a celebrity who has that
0: Sign? No, So the, the next section of this quiz is going to be, I will name a celebrity and you girls have to guess what sign oh, they yes. are. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's going to be fun. So also like during this time, like try to learn, you know, the signs a little bit. Okay. Like, okay we're right, we're right, trying right. to learn a little bit and download. Also, I did want to mention like, if you're, if you are listening to this podcast at home, try this quiz, like get out a sheet of paper and write down your answers and see how well you do, because I would be curious. Then you can DM us and let us know at sophomore citizens on Instagram. All right, number two, these people are distinctive, provocative, demanding, goal-oriented, flamboyant, self-made, warm, outgoing, sincere, and loyal people. But they are bossy, conceited, intolerant, and have a false pride.
1: I think, can I guess? Yeah, you can guess. I think it's Leo. Okay.
2: I think it's Capricorn.
0: Gigi gets it. It's Leo. I'm so impressed so far, Gigi. You're killing it. Um, Lily, what what made you say that?
2: I'm basing this off of people I know.
0: Okay, you're reading them,
2: and I'm like, okay, that let's build the person, and then I'm like, okay, their birthday is blank, and then I look at the chart and I fill it in. Okay, that's fun.
0: All right, number three, I will say, like Virgo and Libra, I have
1: no idea, like anything about them. Like the the only reason I think I'm the only reason I think I'm succeeding so far is because. I think Gemini and Leo like have pretty clear reputations as being two-faced and like big on pride and and flamboyance. Yeah. Um, but like when it comes to some other signs, it's definitely more like, I don't know anything about you.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right. Number three, these people are harmonious, civilized, intellectual, sophisticated, seductive, elegant, creative, witty, balanced, sociable, and people who maintain their status quo, but they are resentful, overindulgent, spiteful, indecisive, and gullible.
1: Okay. I'm feeling like this is the one with the scales, but I don't know which one that is, is the problem. And I think it's either Virgo or Libra. I just don't know which. Okay. Could you tell me the, the negatives again? Yes.
0: The negatives are: um, they're resentful, overindulgent, spiteful, indecisive, and gullible.
2: Uh, I literally have no I'll go, idea.
1: I'll go Libra.
2: Okay. Um, I really am unsure. But I'll go Pisces. I don't feel confident in that answer. Okay.
0: Gigi, you got it right. I'm so yes. impressed right now. Yes. She's three for three. Um, Lily, you've gotten one, but I really have faith that you will get the next one.
1: Okay. Is this the one with the scales? Did I get that right? I
0: think that's Gemini, but I'm not sure. Maybe it is Libra. No,
1: Gemini is like a two-faced looking thing. Or like twins. It's like- Oh yeah, you're right. Maybe, maybe Libra is with the
0: scales. Gigi, I will be so impressed if that's right. We'll have to look that up. Okay, number four, these people are organized, respectful, devoted, classy, materialistic, serious, ambitious, and practical. They have a defeatist attitude and they put blame on others as opposed to putting blame on themselves.
2: That one you're confident that I'm gonna get. I don't know why you're confident that I'm gonna get that one because I don't feel confident that I'm gonna get this no, one. No,
0: okay. I was just I was just joking. Okay. I, I don't feel that confident. These people are organized. (laughs) These people are organized, respectful, devoted, classy, materialistic, serious, ambitious, and practical, but they have a defeatist attitude and they put blame on others instead of themselves.
2: I'll go Capricorn. I was that I actually was going to say that and I feel confident in that because that perfectly matches someone I know. Queens. Okay. You got it. Like, I'm yes! so <laughs>
0: impressed. This is not how I expected this to go. Like, I literally thought you guys were going to get zero.
1: I think okay. something inside my soul is speaking to me. I think, that's I think
0: what it is. Gigi's spirit guide, the angel Gabriel, is like coming through right now. Yeah, I think so. Okay. This is number five. These people are intense, magnetic, erotic, challenging, secretive. Scorpio. Lily, do you
2: have That's a not allowed. I want to hear the whole thing. Okay. But now I'm, I can't even give you an honest answer, but okay.
1: Erotic, immediate,
0: <laughs> immediate
1: Scorpio.
0: Let me keep reading. They are jealous, demanding, and unreasonable. They are penetrating, immovable, and passionate.
2: I can't even really? give an answer because Gigi just tainted my whole brain. So can I not answer, please? Or I guess I say Scorpio, but I can't even look at any other answer choice because Gigi yelled it.
0: <laughs> yeah, Gigi, you have to wait until I finish reading the whole thing for for future reference. But yes, yeah, of I course. will. I
1: will. I'll be better. I'll be better. Of course,
0: this was Scorpio. Gigi and I are both Scorpio. The score is five to three. Gigi has a perfect score. Let's see if she can keep this up. Number six. These people are discriminating, obsessive realistic, analytical, reliable, self-contained, knowledgeable, predictable, obsessive, discriminating, detailed, and modest people. They're introverted, judgmental, and do not forgive easily. I don't like these people. (laughs) I think this is Aries. Okay.
1: Aries did cross my mind, but just for the fun of it, I'm going to go Virgo.
0: Gigi, you are killing it. This is incredible. Yes. 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 Virgo is very like fastidious, organized, detail-oriented, and they can be very intense, I know. So... And I'll
1: tell you, I even admitted at the beginning that I had no idea what Libra and Virgo were,
0: but something in me told me. You got them. You got them. And also like by process of elimination, since you seem to know the other ones, you're literally killing it. Like Gigi, I get so nervous every time you're about to answer because I I really (laughs) want you to get it right. Okay. What number are we on? Seven? Yes. Okay. Seven. People are original idealistic rebellious independent inventors open-minded and honest they can be unfaithful cold scattered and emotionally unavailable cancer what my spirit guide told me okay lily says cancer what does she say
1: oh that's actually i didn't i hadn't considered that one but my spirit guide told me aquarius Gigi, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> something I'm telling you, like something is something within me is giving me the answers. Gigi,
0: this is incredible. I think you need to go to our psychic Mickey for some training and like hone these talents of your psychic powers. You I are do. a witch. I think, I think I you're do. a witch. Oh my God. Okay. Wow. I'm getting so nervous because what if she gets one wrong? It's going to be so disappointing. Okay. Number eight. These people are dreamy, erratic, creative, romantic, compassionate, elusive, imaginative, sensitive, and kind. These people are too sensitive, though. They may have low self-esteem, be greedy, escapist by nature. I think this is cancer.
2: Okay. Virgo? Question mark? already we, did we that already <laughs> i'm just answering based on what i'm not keeping track of that because that would okay. mess me up I, like that i would know
0: that I would mess up. all right Gigi, this is your first one where your spirit guide did not oh. help you out this was pisces okay right. okay next up number nine these people are adventurous hilarious extroverted romantic spirited unstoppable generous happy and open-minded they do not forgive easily. They are tactless, vengeful, and pushy.
1: Um, I feel like some of these descriptions are so skewed. Like some of them get such good, happy things yeah. and some of them get like the worst. My answer is Sagittarius. Okay.
2: Yeah, I, I think I would have said the same, but I don't know this person's birthday. But yeah, I think I say the same. I think their birthday's.
0: Yes, you are correct, this was Sagittarius. Okay, we're back on track, Deej, keep it going. All right, we are on to number 10. We only have three more to go. These people are practical, creative, loyal, possessive, temperamental, sensually indulgent, down to earth, dependable, persistent, and practical. That seems really all of map to me. Um, they're really jealous and flexible and resentful. Taurus.
1: Yeah, I'm deciding between Taurus and Aries and I kind of think it is Taurus, but just for the fun of it, I'm going to say Aries.
0: It's Taurus. Lily, great work.
2: Lily, you are a Taurus. So of course you would know it. You That brings our- Takes one to know one. Takes one to know one for sure. Well, I just know that, that inflexibility our... and stubbornness is um, like my middle name. And that is something that um, people love to point out about me that I really fit that description. So I was just waiting to hear those <laughs> words. Right.
0: Um, okay. So that brings our score to five, Lily, eight, GG, which is pretty good. Um, I, I'm pretty impressed so far. Okay. Number 11. These people are willful, feisty, self-centered, courageous, bold, foolhardy independent and straightforward they are cold-hearted
2: reckless and ruthless I think this is Aries okay um I think we already did this but I think it's cancer it is Aries good job Jeej
0: and last but not least the final sign these people are cautious protective nurturing secretive instinctive needy sensitive, funny, empathetic, and deeply complex people. They are moody and too needy. They have a lot of mood swings as their characteristics are based on emotions. I think this is cancer. Um,
2: I don't know what I think this is, but I think it's Leo, even though I think we already did that one also.
0: It is cancer. Good job, Jeech. So Gigi, Yay. you got 10 out of 12. That is very impressive.
1: Yay.
0: Um, Lily, you got five, which is also pretty good. So we're gonna be moving into the celebrity section. So, what I first of all wanted to do that I thought was fun is find out who we share birthdays with, what celebrities we share birthdays with. And we can talk a little bit about if we identify with these people at all, how we feel about them, because you know, if astrology is true, like these are people that we should be pretty similar to. So let's start out with Lily. Lily, first of all, I would like you to comment on George Clooney. He's fine. Do you feel like you identify with him in any way?
2: No, not at all. (laughs) They actually
1: actually look really similar. Now that I think about it, they look exactly
0: alike.
2: I don't think George Clooney and I have nearly anything in common at all, but um, I've never met him. So maybe I'm wrong. All right.
0: This next person, I do think you do have some similar qualities. Gabourey Sidibe. Who? Gabourey Sidibe. Actress of Precious? Oh, I did not know that was her name.
2: Um, And the reason
0: I find you guys to be similar is because you're both stunning actresses and very good at the acting arts.
2: She seems really kind-hearted. Like I've seen an interview with her and obviously playing that role is, um, I don't think that necessarily speaks to her as a person because it's her acting. But I do think maybe we share some um, kind heartedness.
0: And the last one that I wanted to bring up, Lily, is Sigmund Freud.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think we're both intelligent and... (laughs) um that's a really (laughs) interesting
1: one yeah Sigmund is a really interesting name I feel like there are so many names that I'm really reflecting on in this episode
0: yeah um I know you don't get too many kids named Sigmund these days um maybe he ruined the name what's
1: the nickname for
0: Sigmund Siggy Mund Mundy um okay next up we'll do mine because I want to save Gigi's for last so I share a birthday with Prince Charles who I oh, do, not, do not relate to at all. Whoopi Goldberg Ew. is iconic. Like, you know, okay.
2: I see similarities there legitimately.
0: Yeah. With Whoopi Goldberg. Who? Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs>
2: <laughs> really, what similarities do you see? I think they're both entertaining. I think they both have great senses of humor. I think they both can like Not commit, but like okay, I don't want to say entertain again, but like keep the attention of a room.
0: Mm -hmm. And like you know, when I when I have watched The View, you know Whoopi Goldberg, she's the she's the voice of reason. And like when Meghan McCain and what's that redheaded lady's name are fighting on The View, like and they're just like going after each other, like Whoopi is just like women, like shut it. And I feel like I you know I'm pretty good at conflict resolution like that. Next up is Claude Monet. (laughs) the famous artist, who obviously I'm so artistic, so it does make a lot of sense. And last but not least, I found this on famousbirthdays.com that I share a birthday with my favorite fitness YouTuber, MadFit. Oh, Oh, yay. Isn't that so random? Um, So obviously I identify with her um, because she's my favorite. All right, now, Gigi, you have some icons. First of all, Kris Jenner.
1: Obvi- she's the first one she's the, she's first, the first one that one. comes to
0: mind and like you will be a momager like i I can see you doing that
1: you see it for me you see me making my fortune off of my many children
0: yes like I see you having you know five to six children how many of them are there one two yeah five. and also
1: marrying successful people
0: yeah and just like I see just, that just thriving in general um right. totally. Next up is Tilda Swinton. Oh my goodness. I called 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 her her, you called her like Tula Swanson or something.
1: I did I don't know, not Tula. I said I think maybe
0: maybe Tilda Swanson
1: or something like that. It was definitely Swanson.
0: Yes um okay next up is alexa chung and i which... think i actually love her
1: queen
0: and you want um, to have her hairstyle a little bit you you were using I her, hairstyle her hairstyle as... and i want to have and i want to have her spunk
2: and i no, um, and i think
0: you do yeah. you have her spunk and you have her good sense of fashion yes i love to hear it i do
1: see uncanny resemblance between me and tilda <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally Okay, this one, like, I was Tilda, so-
1: Tilda is actually my real name. <laughs> Talk about names.
0: Oh my God. Okay, this next one, I was so excited about. Flume. Which really? goes to show Gigi's DJ side. Like, I really feel like all of these people are encompassing Gigi. What does Tilda bring to the table? <laughs> Her power. Are you kidding me? She's the most powerful woman I've ever encountered she's very she's so angular okay and then these two I wanted to put together because I think that they share some similar qualities Kevin Jonas and Luke Luke Hemsworth two of the irrelevant brothers in a trio oh yeah that's true isn't that kind of weird that Luke Hemsworth the forgotten Hemsworth and Kevin Jonas the typically forgotten Jonas share the same birthday so I just thought that was kind of fascinating what does that say about Gigi? Not she's the perfect.
1: irrelevant one yeah I don't I don't want to be forgotten
0: oh yeah that's I didn't think about that the other ones though Gigi I think really encompass you
1: the only thing I feel upset about is you guys both had like historical people like Claude Monet and, um, <laughs> <Simon Freud. laughs> and I want a historical figure with my birthday
0: yeah I didn't I didn't find any of those okay. all right Okay, I'm really excited to see how you girls do on this. I'll also keep score for the celebrity guessing game. So Lily, maybe can reclaim your crown.
2: Bring it Speaking on. Speaking of
0: crowns, the first person is Queen Elizabeth. What's her sign? What's her sign?
1: Um, she's she's Libra. She's Scorpio. she's balanced. She's balanced. Lily, you think she's a Scorpio?
2: Yep, she or is she's a, she's a, oh, she's taurus, she's like a Taurus. She's a Taurus. She's
0: a Taurus. She's literally Lily's uh, counterpart.
2: I am actually the queen.
0: Next up is Miley Cyrus. Aquarius. You know,
1: I, I think she's towards the end of the year. Okay. Mm, maybe it's April.
0: That's not the. What end is of your year. <laughs>
1: Aquarius. Oh, no, I know. I was switching. I was switching. You said Aquarii. Let me look at my. Let me let me check my references. Not. I mm-hmm. don't mean googling. I don't want to insinuate that I would be cheating. Right. I have my integrity and my dignity.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> uh, um, I'm gonna guess that Miley Siren is a Capricorn. She is
0: a Sagittarius, so ah, I knew she was yeah. the end of the year. Yeah, you knew it. You knew it. I that do not awesome. see that for her. I don't her. know. I I think she's extroverted and fun.
2: Yeah, um, she which is. I think is part of she it. Seems to like it.
0: Next up, President Elect Joe Biden. Uh,
1: I think he's Pisces. Okay.
2: Um, I honestly would have wanted to Sagittarius him, but I'm not going to out of Mm -hmm. my smart brain that I get that I share with Sigmund Freud. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to make him uh, Scorpio. Yes. He's a
0: Scorpio. He's a fellow Scorpio. He was, he's almost on the cusp though of Sagittarius. So Lily, it's funny that you brought both of those up. So Lily, that is the first point in the celebrity Section you are catching Wait, who up. Was, who did we just do? Joe Biden. Oh, <laughs> <my God. laughs> And next, his running mate and vice president elect, Kamala Harris. She's Gemini. Oh, nope, she's a Libra. Ah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next up is someone from the great British bake-off. I wanted to
2: include Mr. Paul Hollywood. Okay, actually he's Gemini. He is Gemini.
1: Okay. Um, he's Leo. He is a
0: Pisces. Ah. Um, so I hate this game. I'm so bad at it. It's really hard. Next up is Mr. Ari Paul himself, Daniel Radcliffe.
2: I will go on the record to say this is an actor I don't like. Okay. And now I will sharing tell you that I...
1: Lily, because of his performance in Harry Potter or what?
2: No, no. I just he makes me kind of uncomfortable. Like him as a real person. I don't know why. Like, uh, I don't like him. But yeah, all my love for Harry Potter. He did a great job. I think he's talented. hmm But I, I don't I know he, very much about him as a person. hmm I think he's Aquarius. Okay. Um. Let's go, Pisces.
0: He's a Leo, which Leo is the sign that I always would think most actors would be because it's very flamboyant and showy. Um, but I don't really would get that from he, Daniel. He,
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't see that for him.
0: Yeah. All right, next up is Dr. Fauci, king of coronavirus. The one and only Dr. Fauci.
2: The Fauci. Maybe I'll give him Gemini status.
0: I think Mm -hmm. he's Aries. He's a Capricorn. I don't Uh, really know what that means. What is Capricorn again? I don't, I can't remember. All right, anyway, moving on. Next up is Miss Megan Fox miss megan fox
2: i know is... nothing about her
0: okay so i know this nothing is about not...
2: her other than i don't really like her okay
1: um so let me choose a sign i don't like <laughs> you can be a
0: virgo he's she's gemini she's a taurus lily she's one of your kindred spirits it's probably because we're both so beautiful next up is the tiger king himself mr joe exotic
1: oh joe exotic is a cancer
2: Uh, i don't think he fits into any of the categories because he's sensitive (laughs) he's off the charts he's sensitive he made his own he cannot be placed he cannot be tamed as miley cyrus would say
0: Okay. I was hoping you girls were going to say Leo, which is the obvious answer because the symbol of Leo is a tiger or is it a lion? It's a lion. I think it's a lion. Lion's I always get those confused. This the is literally my- or the, or the Leo sign. The animals. This is my worst trait that I don't know the difference between a lion
2: and a tiger. So that <laughs> is, is so embarrassing. embarrassing.
1: You know what's my worst trait? What? my brain keeps malfunctioning and when I want to say a breath of fresh air uh-huh. I say a fresh of breath air <laughs> And am like I, my brain like makes this mistake all the time and I don't even realize like I don't even hear it wrong and then people around me are like what that is How embarrassing often are you using that phrase I mean, not that often. And I especially now try to avoid it, but I, it has happened like twice, like two independent isolated instances, like a
0: month apart. I did it. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, why does my brain do that? Yeah. That's really strange. Yeah. I don't know what it is about tigers and lions. Like if I think about it, I can, I can come up with the difference. Like I know the difference, but in the moment, if I'm ever like thinking about it or talking about it, I always say tiger when I mean lion and vice versa. And Gigi, do you remember this happening when we were watching Tiger King? Like, I kept being like, oh, that lion, oh, that, <laughs> like, <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> he has lions and tigers. Yeah, but, but, but I can't tell the difference, like, off the top of my head. Like, I have to think about it, which is weird. Next up, my queen and yours, Nikki well, Minaj. Wait. Is that Joe Exotics real? Um, oh, sorry? oh, oh, sorry. I forgot about Joe he's a Pisces so I was trying to trick you
1: I I chose a different sensitive water sign so uh, you know I feel I feel good about being kind of close yeah
0: um he his birthday is also March 5th which is one day after our dad's which I think is kind of funny so many similarities there yeah so many similarities
2: (laughs) next up Nicki Minaj I want to make her a Leo but I do remember that we did that for our boy Daniel but like I said that I would choose based repeats, on how I feel. Right? So, Lizzo, there's repeats, right? Yeah, there's repeats. Oh, I say Leah.
1: I'm going to say
0: Aquarius. She's a Sagittarius. Happy birthday, Nikki. Um, okay, last her but head? not No, I mean, but we are in Sagittarius season. So, HPD, oh, I love bet. that.
2: I feel very strongly about her if I could only see like if you asked me the one concert I want to go to the most in the whole world it would be a Nicki Minaj concert I agree let's go together Lily yeah although I don't
0: think she does concerts yeah um that's why it's a novelty right okay last but not least Leonardo
2: DiCaprio Scorpio
0: Hmm.
2: I was gonna say Scorpio too you can go to Ray. I, I kind of brings... feel like something in my brain knew his birthday a little bit. So I may have cheated. Like I couldn't tell you what it was, but I think I've heard that it's in November.
1: Something that's, in my brain told me that I was, that he was Scorpio.
0: Well, that brings the final score in total of this whole quiz section to Lily at seven and Gigi at 11, which I think is pretty good. I only um, got one you only got one in the celebrity section. Um, and I and I think that's just because honestly we don't know we don't know the celebrities well enough. right. We don't know their true personality. like if we were friends with them, we could probably do a better better job guessing right. But to finish off this episode, I would love just a general little reflection on how you girls feel about astrology. Have your opinions changed at all based on this little quiz that we did? What do you girls think?
2: say the most changed component of me is learning the idea that people look alike well I don't really agree with that at all I do think it poses an interesting facet to this whole astrology thing that I've never thought about which is just that similarities within your being can be reflected in a physical way which is kind of interesting and like I don't totally agree with that but I do think there's maybe just a sliver of validity somewhere in there. So I do think that's very interesting. And I also think it's very interesting to consider people who have the same birthday as you and looking at components of them that you identify with. So all in all, I'm not the biggest astrology person, but I think it deserves a little bit more respect than I give it.
1: Um, you know, Lily, I do agree that there is, and I think we've, we've even spoken on this before on the podcast, how special it is to share a birthday with someone. Like there is something about that, that feels, it feels like we're connected in a special way, but like, really it means nothing.
0: And I mean, like greater than that, I get excited when I meet a fellow Scorpio, you right. know, like if, if I do find out your birthday and it, it falls within the dates, like I it, it is like this weird, like randomized community building that you kind of do feel this like kindred spirit quality with these random people. Right. Well, I think that astrology is really fun. I enjoy looking up my full birth chart. Um, and, you know, the like everything about astrology, I just think it's really fun. I think it's entertaining that people get really into it. And I personally really enjoy when you interact with someone or meet someone and they do like just fit right into their astrological sign. Like, I always just think that's really funny. And um, it's
1: also kind of fun having a friend who's like well versed and like mm-hmm. can, 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 like you'll be telling a story about someone else and they'll be like, what's their sign? And then you tell them, they're like, oh my God, like so Sagittarius of them to do that. Or like, you know, it's just, I think it's funny.
0: And what do you girls think about um, compatibility of different signs?
2: I love looking that up. That's one of my favorite things to do.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think, sorry, I I do think that that kind of makes sense.
0: Yeah. When when someone like finds out what your sign is and then automatically feels like they know you better or they like understand qualities about you, like there's something really fun in that level of shorthand, if that makes sense. And like, I even remember like shopping in a store with, you know, Gigi and our mom one time when we were really young and like being like, oh yeah, we're all Scorpios. And the woman was like, oh my God, like I totally see that. Or like something like that. I just think that's really interesting. And I just think, astrology is is fun and fun to talk about. So I hope you girls enjoyed this little fun episode and does anyone have any recommendations? The Crown. I'm pretty sure we have already recommended that. Um Yes, we recommended just... that during the political pod episode. Oh, you're right,
1: you're right, you're right, you're right. But
0: what I will say Gigi, do you want to speak a little bit on your trajectory with The Crown?
1: Sure. So I started watching The Crown a couple months ago, and I just started at season one, and unfortunately couldn't make that much progress, not because I didn't really enjoy it, but because I just sometimes struggle with TV shows and sticking with them and being good about it, especially while I'm being a full-time student, Um, and so I just kind of fell off and then while I was home for Thanksgiving break Liesl was watching season four and I just got so wrapped up in it all like so hyped on it and I watched all of season four after only having watched a few episodes from season one and then I actually watched some episodes from season one but later than where where I had gotten to with another friend of mine. But I'm thinking I'm going to watch season three next as per Liesl's recommendation. So I'm really jumping all over the map with The Crown, but it's a fantastic TV show and I highly recommend it.
0: And this is something that Gigi has done before. She famously did this with Game of Thrones that she watched the first couple of episodes of season one and then saw some of like season six or seven. And like no, not, watched- even Liesl, not
1: even not even, not even, not even. Liesel was watching Game of Thrones. Like she set out one summer to watch it. I was like, "Fuck this med- medieval shit!" Like I don't want to watch this. Like I, I would literally be in the same room and like purposely go on my phone because I didn't want to be paying attention to the freaking Game of Thrones stuff. So I did not. I literally didn't even watch like actually watch episodes one, two, anything. And then it was season six halfway through and I just got into it. And then I watched season six and then I went back to the beginning and then season seven came out. So it kind of worked
0: out. And what I will say about that in general is that I think a lot of people are really protective about like not getting spoilers and stuff. And like, they don't want to skip around in shows, but I actually think sometimes it can really enrich your watching of the show. Like if a later season can get you hooked, it, like you'll still go back and watch the rest of the show and really enjoy it and doesn't really like ruin it as much as people. I would agree. I would agree. Um,
2: my recommendation for this episode is not TV related, but rather it's skincare related. And, um, this is nothing new at all. So I'm not preaching anything that is a novelty, like the novel coronavirus, but I have a lot of blackheads on my nose which is something I am very self-conscious about and I hate and for many many moons I have tried to um, get rid of them and obviously pore strips are not really that effective and so I saw this TikTok hack to order the salicylic 2% mask from The Ordinary and that is the cure to blackheads so I have ordered it and I've only used it once but I think there were positive results so I highly recommend for anyone who struggles with the same issue or is interested in getting some new very cheap great skincare to check out The Ordinary because I have been pleased thus far. Wait is it the red one? It's black. It's black? The, the
0: inside? The mask? The, yeah the mask is black? Yeah. Oh wow that's very interesting because um obviously The Ordinary is famous for their bright red AHA and BHA or as I like to call it Uh ahas and bajas um (laughs) (laughs) face mask um which also does work very well
2: i plan to use this very regularly until i remove the blackheads from my nose and forehead and chin um so i can post a photo of myself on the sophomore citizens instagram which everyone should be following and you can see the beautiful black color that comes out of the tube i'm very intrigued by this
1: i also struggle with um, having blackheads and like just my pores bothering me. Um, so I would be curious to try this recommendation as well.
0: Yes. Thank you for that beautiful recommendation, Lily. And thank you all for listening to sophomore citizens, the podcast by young people for young people with new episodes every Monday. So we'll see you wise babies. Then be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at sophomore citizens, and be sure to leave us a five-star review.